Episode 8 In His mercy, He hears us. Read Ezra chapter 9 verses 1 to 5 and Malachi chapter 2. Consider carefully how we come before the Lord before we ask, Can I have this from you? Ezra went to Jerusalem with the Lord's hand and the king's favor upon him. He had willing men by his side, gold and silver at his disposal, and above all, the law of the Lord in his heart. Equipped with every good gift, Ezra went, and he must have experienced great joy and satisfaction when he found himself in the holy city, worshipping in the restored temple and ministering to the spiritual needs of the people. However, barely a few months after his arrival, you will read about this in Ezra chapter 7 and in chapter 10, he was told that several leaders of the nation was guilty of deliberately disobeying the law of the Lord. In, in chapter 9 verses 1 to 2 you will read, The people of Israel and the priests and the Levites have not separated themselves from the peoples of the land with their abominations. From the Canaanites to the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Jebusites, the Ammonites, the Moabites, the Egyptians and the Amorites. For they have taken some of the daughters to be wives for themselves and for their sons so that the holy race has mixed itself with the peoples of the land. And in this faithlessness, the hand of the officials of chief men had been foremost. What the people did affected Ezra so deeply that he responded as if he was mourning the dead. In chapter 9 verse 3 we read, he tore his garments. The Jews were forbidden by God from entering into relationships with some nations that surrounded them for a very specific reason. God forbid them to do these things. His restrictions was to protect and preserve his people. It was for their good. Now before we conclude that all interracial marriages are a problem, I want you to think about Ruth. The book of Ruth is a story of redemption. It is a story of a Jewish man marrying a foreign woman. It is a story of wholehearted devotion to the Lord alone who is able to save. And he is willing to save anyone who is willing to come to him humbly and in confidence that he will receive them. But Ruth's privilege does not apply to those who live in open denial of God, which is the problem here. Our relationships have the power to either make us holy or profane. Paul warned the believers in Corinth that bad company corrupts good character. Israel was repeatedly warned to steer clear of certain alliances because those marriages were going to defile them. But the remnant were guilty of disobedience yet again. When we live in deliberate violation of God's laws, we will find out sooner or later that we are on this slippery slope and are sliding smoothly into our own destruction. Not only did the Jewish men marry foreign women, but married men also divorced their Jewish wives in order to marry pagan women. The prophet Malachi denounces Jewish men who do this. You read about that in Malachi chapter 2. How could Jews keep their nation holy when they deliberately violated God's laws? They 
like Solomon the king before them, ran the risk of plundering themselves by adopting the false gods and evil practices of their heathen spouses. The redeemed of God had once again come dangerously close to destroying themselves. They proved yet again that humans are fatally forgetful. This is why when Ezra heard the news of their blatant unfaithfulness, he moaned for them, he wept for them as if they were dead. But that's not the only thing he did. Ezra pleaded for God to be merciful and he prayed in verse 6, Oh my God, I am ashamed and blush to lift my face to you, my God, for our iniquities have risen higher than our heads and our guilt has mounted up to the heavens. Ezra was shown mercy. God allowed him to pray. It is only the mercy of God that allows us sinners the privilege of prayer. Is it not only right then that we first consider how we come before God, before we petition? Can I have this from you? Let's pause and do just that. For in His mercy, He will hear us.